Welcome to Dental Assistant Nation, powered by Ignite DA. This podcast is designed to empower, enlighten, and educate dental assistants, helping them have a more fulfilling career and enjoy their day more. Join us as we tackle some of the hottest topics in dental assisting. Now, here's your host, Ignite DA co-founder, Kevin Henry. So welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I'm the co-founder of Ignite DA and so honored that you're taking time out of your busy schedule to tune into today's podcast. Super excited about where we're going to go with this today because I have a a dear friend of mine on with me as well as one of the nation's top consultants uh, and just really one of the good people in the industry. And that's my friend, Virginia Moore. How are you today, Virginia? I'm doing so well. Thanks, Kevin. It's really an honor to to be on with you and, and most importantly to share some things with the dental assistants out there. Absolutely. You know, and, and like I mentioned, Virginia's not only a colleague of mine, she's she's a dear, dear friend, but I love that you have that passion for assistance and helping them better themselves and enjoy their career more. And, and certainly I thank you uh, on behalf of all of our listeners for doing that in practices all over the nation. Uh, would you just take a moment and kind of introduce yourself and just kind of talk about what you do with Praxis? You bet. Um, my And this is kind of interesting that we're I'm speaking with dental assistants because my background when I came into the dental profession was uh, for the business side. I was at the front desk, and mm. that was about 30 years ago. Uh, time flies. Um, and <laughs> I'll tell you, I, I kind of stumbled into the profession of dentistry and obviously found that I love it because we can so um, instantly impact people's lives in positive ways. And um, while I have the wonderful opportunity to work through a consulting capacity with practices throughout the U.S., and um, I've also spoken the U.S., Canada, around the world, um, it always I always come back to the beauty of what we do in dentistry. And if I could share a, a quick story with you, do you mind, Kevin? No, no, please. please. Okay. Um, I call it because it's so real, my dental assistant envy. I think it's a real uh, thing. And um, when I started in the practice, I my dental background was I had teeth. And um, so as you can imagine, I had quite the learning curve. And in the practice, we had an assistant. Her name was Val, Valerie. And she forever set the standard for me of what excellence in dental assisting is. And um, that's twofold. One, Val was extremely extremely um, talented. She, it was like watching a choreographed ballet with her and the doctor when she was assisting. The other part of what made Val so extraordinary was the way she related to patients. And, you know, to this day, I think of what she did to literally touch people's lives in such a positive way. And, and those are the types of things every time I'm, I'm working with assistants, um, I love seeing what they're doing to to impact people's lives because let's face it, not everyone is dental phobic, but you know, there's some anxiety or a lot of anxiety and that anxiety can certainly ramp up when a doctor makes a diagnosis. And um, as the assistant, you're the one usually front and center that the patient turns to after that diagnosis and says, Oh my goodness, you know, do you think I need this or um, how much is this and so forth. And uh, you know, I'd, I'd love, cause I love that story you were just talking about with Val, uh, you know, or Valerie and, and 
You're right. It really is a, a dance sometimes between the dentist and the assistant. Uh, yes. and, and the dance either goes well or not so much, you know, sometimes <laughs> right. we're off the rails a little bit. Uh, but, but I'd love to focus on, on the second part that you were just talking about with that story is that, you know, she, it sounds like she was a good listener. She was very empathetic. Mm. Uh, you know, and, and you and I have talked about the value of just being able to listen to patients, to really hear them and, and empathize with them and how important that is for assistance. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I first of all, um, you know, what I would really like for dental assistants to hear is you are a dental professional. Um, you know so much, and, and patients look to you as a leader to help them make a d- good decision about their oral health. And sometimes I think assistants um, don't really own that or realize how important that role is and, and what they can do for people. And that's what I saw Val do. Um, she, her words, her body language conveyed so well her message. And like you said, Kevin, she she always used the best communication skill, which is the skill of listening. So, you know, I would always be surprised at what people would share with her. And, you know, um, <laughs> with some of my clients today, you know, some of the things the assistants will tell me, and I think, oh, my word, um, which what that speaks to is they, they feel like they have a confidant, someone that they can share things yeah. with, that they feel comfortable with. And so that puts you as a dental assistant in a very unique role, especially when a doctor is making a diagnosis, because you have information in many cases that no Mm -hmm. one else on the team has that can help you to help that patient in their decision-making. You know, you, you might know that this woman sitting in the chair, um, her and her husband have three teenagers, um, you know, enough said (laughs) three teenagers under one roof. (laughs) And, um, maybe older parents that had to move in because they're having health difficulties. So here, you know, you're talking with this patient, you've listened to what she shared with you. You know, time is just so precious to her. She doesn't have much of it. And when doctor makes that diagnosis of a crown and some fillings, being able to talk with her about the importance of getting that done before it turns into emergency and Mm -hmm. it's, not going to work well with her schedule because the emergency situation would be so demanding. So that's what I see over and over again, that assistants bring such value to the practice to patients um, because of what they, they know about them. I don't, I think, you know, people say, well, chit chat. Uh, I put a lot more emphasis on it's getting to know the person as a person before you get to know them as a patient. And, you know, I, I think all of us as human beings, we just want to know that we're being heard and, yes. and just the ability sometimes to be able to get something off your chest is, is so valuable. Um, and I want to ask because I've had so many assistants tell me that that the, the part of the job they love the most is interacting with patients. But at the same time, they know they're on a schedule. They have things to do. They've got to be ready for the procedure. But, you know, Mrs. Jones may want to talk some more. And, and right. it's important for Mrs. Jones to be able to do that. How do you suggest they find that balance between empathizing with the patient and but also getting things ready that they need to do for the procedure? Yes, it's, it's a great question because, of course, we don't live in the, in the perfect world where we can take all the time that we want. You know, there's usually right. that schedule and um, everyone looking at their watches. So what I think is very important is to look at 
the time that you have in that operatory with a patient, um, can you be setting things up uh, while you're talking with a patient? Is there time if the doctor steps out um, to do an exam and hygiene that you could utilize that time well? Um, it could even be that as you're starting to uh, remove instruments from the operatory or setting them aside that you could talk with the patient. So I think it's it's being very purposeful in how you spend your time. And, um, it, and, and this is something I would bring up in a team meeting if I were an assistant to say, this is such valuable time that all of us should be able to have. Um, and it's not just small talk chit chat. It's about getting to know this person as a person, as you said, Kevin, being heard and understood. So there are times where I say, if you're running behind schedule as a team, let's evaluate why. And if it's because you need five more minutes in a procedure to be able to have that rapport time with a patient, then let's make it happen. Because what I will tell you in my years of consulting, what I see over and over and over again is that rapport relationship with patients will result in a higher treatment acceptance because there's a trust and the, you know, the understanding that you're looking out for my best interest. And and that's such a great point because we hear time is money and, and we hear all these things that are mm-hmm. so important about staying on time, but you're right. Those five extra minutes could pay such a dividend, not only in relationships, but also the trust and them going, You've heard me, you understand, and now I'm ready to, to do whatever you're suggesting that needs to be done. Absolutely. And that, that can't be shortcut. Um, people also know when you're really listening. And I'm not suggesting that you're uh, multitasking and, and think that the patient will think you're paying attention. Um, <laughs> you know, certainly that doesn't work. But, um, you know, and if I could go back to Val, I always uh, was just, love to listen to her when she would take a, a full mouth series, especially of x-rays. And that was back in the day when, you know, before digital radiography. So it took a little bit longer, but um, what I loved is she would, she would talk to patients and when she would, you know, remove the x-ray from their mouth, she would, she would listen to them and comment. And you knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that she heard what they had to say. And I really have to tell you, I think she was an integral part to the very successful treatment acceptance that went on in that practice. So I think it's, it's finding where, where are my opportunities to build yeah. that rapport and relationship? So when the time does come for decisions about their oral health, um, they're going to look to you with trust and confidence. And, and let me ask you one final question as we kind of start to wrap up a little bit. Uh, you, you talked a moment ago about the information that maybe an assistant may glean from a patient just in casual conversation and, and how important that information is. In your view, what is the best way for the assistant to communicate what he or she's just heard to other people in the practice that maybe will make that patient visit as smooth as possible or you know, uh, take away any worry or confusion or whatever it might be? Mm, Great, great question. Because, you know, that's golden um, to have that information. And of course, if we can share it with the rest of the team and use it to the benefit of the patient. So I always recommend uh, whether you're have a, you know, computerized record, or if you're still on paper, that the team designates a spot where you put that information. And it may be, um, you know, patient really 
appreciates the use of nitrous or patient lately has had a lot of anxiety in their life due to whatever. So it's factual information. It's not gossipy documentation, but what it does, it gives everybody on the team the insight to help that patient, regardless of um, who's interacting with the patient. So like I said, assistants can, like you said, glean such wonderful information, but the more that we can share that to benefit the patient, um, let's make sure that we designate a spot in your patient record to put that information. You know, Virginia, I, I love that we're talking about always take time to listen, because I think that that's an art form that sometimes is being lost in today's society. But it's so important for assistants to have that. And thank you so much for coming on just to to talk about that. I really do appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks again, Kevin. Um, just the invitation to be here with you and, and your listeners um, really has made my day because like I said, um, I had dental assistant MV big time when I entered the profession and I still do because I see what amazing things they can do um, in the way that the, the whole team can interact with patients for the patient's best interest. Well, Virginia, let me ask you before we wrap up, if there's a, a way that if one of our listeners would like to contact you, ask you about Val, maybe dive in a little bit more on that. What's a good way to reach you that, that maybe they could uh, find you? Oh, I would love that. Um, you know, I think the easiest is always email. So my email address is V for Virginia Moore, V, M as in Mary, O-O-R-E, at virginiamore.com. So pretty easy, V Moore at virginiamore.com. And I'd love nothing more than to hear success stories or uh, maybe some challenges. And, you know, I'd, I'd be happy to let you know what I've seen be successful. So, yes, I would definitely welcome emails. Well, Virginia, again, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. And thank you to all of you who have uh, listened to today's podcast uh, for the Dental Assistant Nation podcast series. We encourage you, if you aren't subscribing to it already, make sure that you get the freshest episodes first by subscribing on uh, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, however you get your podcast, Dental Assistant Nation is there. And also, just a reminder, be a part of what we're doing at IgniteDA.net. IgniteDA.net, completely free resources, videos, podcasts, blogs. We are focused on your success with the dental assistant because we believe that the more that we bring on people like Virginia and people who believe in the dental assistant and we all learn from each other, that together we rise. And people who believe in the dental assistant and we all learn from each other that together.